millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Brandon. I'm Boar. And I'm John. And we're coming to you live on the show. We're doing the thing that we usually do. However, we're not coming to you on video we're anymore. We're not coming on you. But we are going to be talking about uh, a slurry of pop culture topics. We're going to be talking about the uh, Nintendo Switch. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that now. It, Thank it, you. It happened. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a busy two weeks. A lot of water under the bridge. A lot of things going on. So uh, uh, we'll be recapping all that. But yeah, we aren't we aren't doing videos anymore of Nerdy Show. At least not for the time being. Uh, numbers weren't high enough. If you if you take issue with that, if you want Nerdy Show video, go watch some of the old videos. Yeah, watch some of the old videos. I mean, Get I those took, numbers up. I took issue. I liked watching the videos, but I also like if you're in your car or something, you're obviously not going to watch a video. And a lot of people are listening to it like when they're working or something yeah. when they sh- when they I shouldn't mean, be, <laughs> but it was you know you just can't watch a video at work sometimes. Yeah, I mean we we all we all like doing the videos, but uh, it uh, it was a lot of uh, time and effort that maybe we're we're going to hopefully roll into other video products that are not that. It's just a shame because I'm dressed up like a fucking cat right now. He is. You You'll can't, never see it. You can't. We can't verify that. But My shirts painted. I got face paint on. I got a little kitty nose. I got a little whiskers, and I got I think eyeliner. I don't know what she did to me. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like kind of a normal Brandon nose with some stuff on it. Well, fuck you. It's, not, <laughs> it's a cat nose. This is a kitty cat nose. Anyway, what are we talking about? Um, yeah, we're talking about we're talking about the stuff that we're talking about. Let's 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 shift over into uh, what what we're doing. Um, I'll start. Uh, I've spent the last forever making sure that Lightning Dogs launched, and Lightning Dogs is out now. The Lightning Dogs, the official podcast, is out right now. That's P A W hyphen. Well, not hyphen, apostrophe, decast, podcast, like a dog with Is a knowing how it's spelled important? It's not at all. I'm reason? trying to explain the, the visual joke. Why didn't you spell it P-A-W? I did. Oh, I thought you said just P-W, sorry. P-A-W, I don't know. I don't know. Spelling, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't know spelling. Lightning dogs, lightning dogs. I didn't know if we needed to know, like, you know, the keyword to put into no. AOL to get to the website <laughs> or whatever. No, you can just search lightning dogs. You'll find it at lightningdogs.com. Lightning dogs is a, uh, is a concept we came up with during an episode of Nerdy Show about a uh, an, the ultimate distillation of 80s and 90s animation and uh, sci-fi. And the idea got so out of control that we've been working on it since 2013. I had nothing to do with it. I did not come up with anything. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't there. That's I've okay. been working on like Moisture Birds or something, a spinoff. So. Mo- moisture <laughs> moisture well, There's birds. lightning dogs. Well, maybe Thunderbirds because like you've got lightning dogs and then maybe Thunderbirds. I'm still working on it, guys. 
I'm trying. I'm gonna. Mil- I'm gonna milk it. your franchise with a spinoff of my own. So okay, okay. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so the, the show itself is a full documentary of all of our character de- development, world building, and everything else on our quest to actually turn Lightning Dogs into an animated series, and uh, we're pulling out all the stops for it. We've uh, we've launched a standalone Patreon just for Lightning Dogs because it's accrued its own. Uh, financial needs during this time. We've been paying for outside artists to do uh, additional uh, visuals for it and so on. Uh, we have a vehicle designer uh, and all, all the works. And in fact, uh, one of the early goals we're working towards is to get uh, Greg Weissman, creator of Gargoyles, co-creator of Young Justice, he uh, to review our pitch Bible. He's agreed to do it, but he can't do it for free. So that's one of our early Patreon goals over there. Should ask Casper uh, Kelly. Um, well, uh, interesting <laughs> as you bring that up. Um, the he's he's very busy right now. Casper Kelly, um, the guy who created Too Many Cooks on Adult Swim, yes. and uh, and co-created uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, and uh, he's uh, he's a friend of the show, and he's been very busy. So we haven't really talked to him about that thing just yet. But that is on my mind. However, we are going to be talking to him, and uh, next week uh, on Nerdy Show, we're having an interview with Casper Kelly. Uh, Dave Willis, uh, co-creator of Aqua Teens. And, and also the voice of Barry, the android or cyborg or whatever he is from Archer. Oh, no. Well, and and, <laughs> and also the voice of Meatwad and Carl. Oh, and a ton of stuff. Yeah, a ton of stuff. <laughs> as um, they both have done. Yes. And, and also the stars of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Um, Matt Servito, who uh, was also in, in the, uh, the Sopranos, he plays Satan in Your Pretty Face. And uh, Was he in the Sopranos? Apparently. Uh, I never watched Sopranos, so you know there's that. Uh, Henry and Henry Zabrowski, the main character Gary, who uh, you might know as the blonde bearded guy from Wolf of Wall Street. I'm gonna be too nervous. Like these are these are legit people. I'm gonna. I mean, not that before. we haven't done legit people. But someone in the Sopranos, man. It's HBO level. <laughs> he right? might kill you. Is that Showtime stars or HBO? <laughs> I think it was HBO. That's HBO level <laughs> shit. Damn. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking with the casting and creators of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell for the for the second time. Actually, we we haven't interviewed the cast before, but we uh, when season one came out, we uh, we talked to the creators. That's a great show in Adult Swim. It's kind of like what if Aqua Teen was a workplace comedy set in hell, but live action. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I really love it. Um, we'll talk to Casper about uh, Bandana planking again. See if he's taken that anywhere. To yeah. The next level. We really we really gotta. That's where you. <clears throat> That's something that he and Brandon collaborated on, where you uh, you tie your penises, you, t- you tie your penis to another penis. Um, you both have to get hard, and so it and, makes like a plank, right? And just see that's what that's called docking. There's no, 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 a, they don't. Not, it doesn't go. A thing. It doesn't go in the foreskin. You just tie oh. them together. Yeah, and this is and this is this is a thing that teens like, do in the future to uh, to they try to. Basically, you see what you can balance on your erect penis, or how much, together or how much down. weight. I yeah. guess you can put on it. Yeah. It's, a, it's I don't know. It's very up. dangerous. It's thrill, yeah. for thrill seekers only. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, basically, we've been busy with lightning dogs. That's me. Uh, how about you, Brandon? You're, I, you're a cat now, for starters. I'm kitty cat meow meow. <laughs> so basically, what I I haven't really been doing much at work, but the other day I was kidnapped and sent to an alternate. Uh, reality, which was great, that it made me really late going home, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to ever leave it. I, they, I come home, and and Casper, John was there, and basically they have this giant case and wires all over the floor, and these two cubes in the corner of the room, and they just have like the HTC Vive hooked up to this awesome computer with a super graphics card, and they put it on my head, and what felt like maybe fifteen minutes. How long was I in there? Like an hour. 
I was in there like an hour. I lost all sense of time. And by the time I was done with it, like I wanted to invest like four grand in like a really good computer with a headset and just sit in my room at the bottom of the ocean and just not leave. And and that was my experience. What was the name of that ocean simulator, John, that you plugged Brandon into? Oh, that was the like what, Deep Blue or something? B L U, not uh Is that the movie the where Samuel Robert. Jackson gets eaten? Sure. Uh that sounds legit. Deep Blue Sea, uh Deeper <laughs> Wetter, LL Cool J's hat is like a shark's fin. Wow, okay. Um so I didn't Bluest. I've always been skeptical of Maybe. Of Sorry. crap like 3D shit and and VR because the last time I played it, yeah, like you didn't believe that things could be 3D or well that they that they weren't the, the future because they looked like garbage and they were stupid that they were, like that it was a novelty thing so like not 3D objects like 3D television Final Fantasy seven like you were like oh that's crap that's not no the future. I meant like projected 3D not like watch playing a video game that's obviously 3D I meant like projecting when out did of a you screen. experience some projected 3D. Funny you should um, probably any time you went to the movie theater recently. Oh, just, okay, we're talking about movies and not like holograms. Which, <laughs> True. Uh, I well. think I actually talked at length about how they could actually make that better than it is, but they're like making sure that nobody gets motion sickness. Well, so it's like looking at a flip book or the, something. The last time I played any good probably. VR, no. and I use the word good not at all, was Blockbuster Golfing Games. Can we talk about Blockbuster Golfing oh Games? Oh my god. We, every now and then we do. Because this is, this is an experience that I... <clears throat> Bo, are you familiar with Blockbuster Golfing Games? I have no idea it what you're talking about. It was only in like South Florida, yeah, this, this, right? There was only one of these things, I'm pretty sure. And it's it's something that the three of South us Florida, share. Yeah. yeah, South Florida. Um, This is Blockbuster as in Blockbuster Video. Which, as as you may or may not... It's, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, was this like 15 years ago? Oh, it was way but more I'm, than that. It was, this, was, this was like 1991. Blockbuster came... Um, from South Florida, where we grew up. I, I believe one of the initial investors or something was like Don Shula from the Miami Dolphins or whatever. So w there was actually, in Fort Lauderdale, for a time, there was like the main street through downtown was actually called like Blockbuster Road or something like that. It was, there was a skyscraper last. there. It was hilarious. Um, so they had no, a it was Hyzinga, wasn't it? Well, there was, there was actually, there was a Blockbuster street. There was some street also called. I know, I know, well, I know it, what it I'm was saying. Hyzinga, is, I think yes. it was Hyzinga that was the one that founded it. Yes, I don't know sports, so that, but yes, that is the correct name. Well, <laughs> I don't either. He's just, you know. Just, um, I remember yeah, they had everything. a, they had a VR booth like you step into and they put the headset on you and it was like the clunkiest, heaviest shit. And you get this little gun, like little controller. And I remember the graphics being like that MTV video that I can't remember of, like the first MTV music video or whatever it was. Yeah, um, Money for Nothing. Yeah, and it, the graphics were similar to that, and you shot like space lizards or something, and you're on rails, so you can't yeah. really move. I think I think we've we've all we all played that that particular game. I can't yeah. remember what it was called, um, but it was uh, you. It starts like you're in like a. It's like it's meant to be like some post-apocalyptic thing. You're killing. It, it basically looked like Super FX chip graphics on the Super it Nintendo. It was garbage. But it was terrible. Um, and that's when I was like, VR is just not not moving along it's yeah. not but it's not happening i just i do want to reflect on blockbuster golf and games because i realize <laughs> no one else no one else in the world knows this thing aside from people who grew up in south florida in the 90s uh it was basically a massive arcade run by blockbuster video Did they have mini golf or was it like just they, a they had range they had mini golf um they, they had, had driving range they had uh batting cages they had bumper boats um and boats. they Shit, I don't yeah they had that. bumper boats wow. and they had um they, I don't think they, I've even seen a bumper boat for like 20 years. You never, there were probably <laughs> several kids died from drowning after the boats tipped over, so they, you'll never see it again. I, I don't think they could tip these boats. They were pretty severe. Um, no, no, the people fell over and then got cut up by the, uh, you know, propellers underwater. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. It was weird. Uh, but the, the arcade. Blood ocean. <laughs> How many drops of blood How are in this blood ocean? How many drops of blood are in this blood ocean? Um, 
the, this is the biggest arcade in South Florida, at least that I knew of. It was it was huge, and it was financed, you know, by Blockbuster. They had this virtual reality thing. They had this gyroscopic jet simulator. That was my favorite thing to do there. Uh, they the had like all the latest games would cycle through there, um, and it, it was it was always exciting to go. I have no idea how mm. much money um, my parents wasted there for me on my behalf, and I'm very grateful. Uh, I can I can barely imagine. I mean, it was it I could have done without it. <laughs> yeah. How how long did it last? Like a year or two. Three? No, it was there for like 10 years. What? And now no, it's an it Ikea. Wasn't. It was bulldozed and turned into an Ikea. So some, I got it. Okay. Um, but anyway, Blockbuster Golf Wasn't that games. where it was? Yeah. And, uh, and virtual reality uh, sucked back then. Oh, yeah. So, so I was a little skeptical when they tried to put this fucking headset on me and jack me. It literally looked like they were jacking me into the Matrix because they plug a giant tube into the back. And, um, you know, given Boar's review, I was like, well, this thing's going to suck. But they put the HTC Vive on me. Well, I, did, I didn't say it completely sucked. No, I didn't. But, well, I thought it was going to be really heavy, and it was slightly, but not bad. And, and you know, I could fit my glasses in there, so there was no problem, and they tightened it. It was blurry at first, but I didn't realize there's a little thing to adjust it, which they showed me, and then I could see perfectly fine. Um, so it's so cool, because as soon as you go in, I'm like, I'm in John's computer, and he, what does he have loaded? I'm just in the fucking Stargate underground base in the mountain. There's a giant Stargate in front of me, and I'm just like, why is there a Stargate here? And nobody's answering me, and I've got headphones. I'm like, guys, why is there a Stargate here? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just in this building alone. And then a bunch of programs come up, and there's, like, robots and shit everywhere. And then at some point, I guess, I, cho- I chose a program um, because, well, yeah, I should backtrack a bit. You can, I'm really excited, I guess. There are these two controllers that they've probably talked about, but you can see your hands on it, and you can rotate your hands, and it works perfectly, and you can squeeze them, and, you know, your hands squeeze. But I loaded this underwater program, and... I didn't want to leave because it was so calming and relaxing. And it was like you're in the bottom of the ocean with like a dead whale corpse. And I was like, this is so beautiful. Like you could, you can walk around right up to the corpse and it looked like real bone. I actually couldn't tell the difference. The fishes and everything else were slightly like you could obviously tell they were a little pixelated. But you could interact with the fish and you could shine a flashlight on these really awesome looking crabs. And if you shut your flashlight off they'd glow bioluminescent for a minute and then just fade out as they're staring at you. And then you see nothing but black and little like particles floating around in the water. And I literally was in there for like an hour and I thought it was like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. I think maybe you have that reversed. You were in there for five, 10 minutes. And but it felt it like an hour. hour. <laughs> I, I have no concept of time. I would have stayed in there forever. I like the next day I was just spazzing out because this is already like a drug that's infected me. I was like, I need to get back in. It's like, I'm at work and I'm like, what is this work? I need to get back into this whale corpse and just chill. Like, I need to get in. I need in. to log into Job Simulator. Yeah. And like, so I really want to invest in one, but it's really, it's like, I could have, I could get a, a, you know, a headset for 800, like new generate, the, whatever the most recent one is. But a really good computer costs money just for the graphics card. And that's, you know, where all the money would go. I, I can plug it into my console, but it's not going to look hyper-realistic, like, you know, like John's computer or your computer board. I think about two grand could get you in the door. That is, like, five well, And they also have, PS4s. like, bundles now, too, that seem to be uh, reasonably, well, reasonable, but... I don't know. You do know with like two grand, I could buy enough PS4s to make artificial AI. You can make a chappy with yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, yeah. what am I going to choose? <laughs> now, we did an episode a while back called The Screen Door Effect, which is about how um, Bohr got a Vive, was hyped for the Vive, spent a bunch of money outfitting his computer for the Vive, and was underwhelmed by the graphical experience so much so. Did you do it wrong? No. <laughs> It was so good for you me. Didn't I didn't notice the black lines everywhere. No, like was, the black squares. There were no black squares. How in this. good is your vision? 
It was perfect. But I had my glasses on and everything. <laughs> no, I, literally, it must have been something with the connection because I, I like John. Do you notice any black lines or squares when you're using it? If I look at them, like if I stare at them and go, "Where's the screen door?" Does it not? It does it not depend on the program and how well it's made? Not no. just the headset. It's, 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 the, res it's well, the display. No, 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 the, the, the resolution. Maybe and certain kind of lighting will obviously make it more apparent than others. Maybe it was because I was in the underwater one. It was like really dark. And you just have a flashlight. I suppose so I the brighter like the environment, the more it yeah. would show up. Oh yeah, up, no. I mean, but the, theoretically, the worse would be like a, a mid-tone white or something, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked I liked the controls, and I mean, it it looked okay if I blurred my eyes or something, but huh. I uh, I don't know. I just couldn't handle the low resolution. I could actually see better than I could in our reality right now. Do you have a? like a problem with your depth perception because i, I think that might my left and right eyes it. see differently okay but <laughs> and, and the, the big thing is that bore you have like better than 2020 vision right yes yeah so that would now, probably really mess up I, that that illusion there yeah <laughs> i i noticed the screen door effect as soon as i got in um That's so weird i didn't and however the experience was immersive enough that it was ignorable. Granted, I didn't try to read any text in this. Nothing I did was text-based. The, yeah, there was text in one menu that I was like, that's a bit weird, and I just ignored also, it. Also, a lot of the games feel like I would get tired of them after like uh, an hour or two tops. Well, I'm wait, we're per, obviously... Per game, because a lot of them were really tech demo-y. Well, we're obviously that, waiting for real games, like John, MMOs. are there any real games, like real games in this that aren't just tech demos at this point? Well, I mean, there are, quote, real games, but it's kind of like they're from indie developers, so none of them are, like, super-duper long. I guess Job I Simulator actually... was great. I did play that, and it was a real game. And Why it was would you great. want to put on a VR helmet to simulate a job when you're doing that anyway? <laughs> I like, asked right because out of there. you can be really bad at your job. I'm and already awesome. bad at my job. I know, but you can actually throw stuff at your boss, and you oh. can give money to crooks. That might and be you good. can supersize Slurpees by just pulling a lever. Um, I mean, I what's there not money. to love? Did you play Audio Shield by chance? All I, I haven't actually it, played uh, Audio Shield, but I have heard of people using it as a literal exercise regimen. Oh, you definitely could. I did yeah. like Although that you could Although you'd walk. probably break something if you didn't cordon off your area well. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as like, uh, there's a couple of sort of pseudo Fruit Ninja things, including a real legitimate Fruit Ninja thing. Um, just like, you know, trying to wield the controllers like swords is enough to be exhausted after five minutes. I guess I'm waiting on like an MMO type game because I've, I've always, because Why I've watched you, like you get the PS PlayStation VR because I feel like the, the, the power in the PS4, like the graphics processor stuff is not nearly as good as what you can build well, obviously with a put, PC. put it out if it wasn't. Oh, it'll work, and there will be 3D games and, and VR games, whatever. But it won't look as good as if you bought a computer and made your got like a high class Nvidia card. From what I understand, it's not that much of a step down. Really, this is coming from, from you. That's from actually I, impressive. This told. is coming from you. Well, I don't think very highly of it to begin with. Huh. Okay. Well, how <laughs> so do you feel? Someone told me that the the Morpheus headset that is PS4 is now owned by Oculus. Is that true? That was a rumor. Well, is that but true? Oculus is owned by Facebook. Well, that exactly that they oh, they run the Morpheus now too for I, PS4. I haven't heard that. I'll have to know. look that up. I can't. Someone fact check that. I haven't completely written off the technology. Like, is as soon as they come out with it's obviously better a than higher resolution headset, at least probably double or maybe hopefully quadruple what it currently is. Well, at this then point, I'll be you on, know they will at some it. point. The, the, the technical fun the functionality of the Vive is unprecedented. It well, is there's like, also the graphics is, cards need to be. I feel like. People will design graphics cards also specifically yeah. to incorporate. It, it's that. so yeah. That's the 1070 and 1080. Yeah, that's what I'm running on right now. 
it's so immediately immersive. It's it's really four K. It, it's really phenomenal. Like because you get in there and you you immediately kind of know what you're doing in a lot of ways. Um, How weird is it when you're in an environment and you like pet a cat and he's not really there, but you can feel a cat in reality, <laughs> but you're like looking at something else in the VR world. It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. It is very weird. I actually I spent three hours straight in um, the program Google Tilt Brush, uh, which is a art program. It's like a drawing program, but it's also kind of like a sculpting program. Because you can't you can't create um, you know shapes, but you can create lines that you can form into shapes. If that makes any sense, it's extremely hard to describe. You're like drawing um, stuff. Yeah, you're, you're, because you're painting in three dimensional space. It's kind of like sculpture, but also you can't export right. it as an actual OBJ or anything useful to 3D. So so don't think about that. Yeah, um, the first thing I this is the first thing I ever saw of the HTC Vive out in the world. There's a, a commercial that was made by Google featuring uh, Glenn Keane, who's this legendary Disney character animator, using it, and it seemed like really impressive, weird as hell technology. And the kind of stuff that you would use finally, and you'd be completely disappointed. Well, and I I wasn't disappointed. I, at the end, I, I there was I have a lot of issues with it. Things I think it could be done better with it, but. I think it in itself is a tech demo, and they and John and I were talking about how it seems like Google didn't actively made it not a, a 3D sculpture tool because that would be stepping on AutoCAD's toes. Well, it was cool that I was in the program, and it was like the Matrix because everything's just white, and then you load this program with this giant fox guy or whatever you drew or dog guy, and suddenly there's this huge sculpture moving around that you've made in this blank white environment. Yeah, um, what I did was I I drew Dingo from Lightning Dogs in in the program. It was a dog okay? Um, it was it <laughs> was it was like tall. Quotes. It was like towering. Yeah. And above you didn't me. draw any water birds. They did. They or had would the that palette. Have been too they, foul. They took the palette. Oh wow! <laughs> but um, <Ba-dum-bum. laughs> and it was it was a weird thing because it was like three D modeling with my hands. So like one hand is the is the art tool, and the other hand is is kind of like a palette. But it's like. Imagine a box around your hand, and so you actually have to like flip the controller around in physical space because there's different tools on each side, like colors and different brush types, and so on. What if your palette was actually a tesseract? And <laughs> okay, and then like like so, and maybe maybe I'm holding the palette, or maybe I have the palette on the floor, and like get to the point where in drawing in virtual space with this thing on my I don't I don't get the reference, John. Actually, that's why I'm not reacting a to it. A tesseract. I I know what a tesseract is, but it's like a hypercube. This is all the info anyway. <laughs> I'm sure if if you got this tag tag on SoundCloud, I got it, John. Thumbs up. <laughs> um, uh, so like, I'd find myself doing things like like actually like you know crouched on the floor drawing in virtual space. I I, don't I would know love like. to I was like alone. Someone no film you while you were doing this. That would have been great. Um, Should have done. That. In order to to get the body shape for Dingo, I. I traced, I drew lines over my own body, my like to to like to get the pose right and like outlined it. Um, I actually have uh, images that we'll we'll link to on this episode's page of where where I've published kind of process sketches of all this and a little bit of video of what the final product was. And it looks ugly. <clears throat> and the end, at the end of the day, it's it, it, it's ugly, but it was interesting. I thought it looked really good, but I also it was you made it different sizes randomly, so it was hard to see all of it. Well, yeah, because it's weird because I I drew Dingo life size. Dingo was as tall as me. Like that's how you I was... made it the size of a skyscraper when I was in there. Yeah, like I was under his foot. Infinitely scalable. Yeah. So yeah, infinite well, action figure yeah. size, and also skyscraper size. Skyscraper size. size. But um, so my only criticism was that when you take the headset off, your face looks like you've been wearing goggles for an hour. 
Well, you because have you have. Exactly. But it's like it presses so hard into you and you have to because it's heavy. You need to tighten it. And the other thing is I guess I'm not going to get one until they make one of those awesome MMORPGs that you get lost in like if, Dot Hack or, sword, yes. or sword, art, sword Art Online. Yeah, as like, soon as they've got a Dot Hack and a, a headset where I can't discern that I'm not actually like Or you could be in a coma and still helmet, play it. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we did put someone in there that had better than 2020 vision and I don't know if they thought it was so beautiful or horrible but they just kept crying, laughing and crying. Yeah, we, we did. We put an unsuspecting friend into the virtual space in deep blue and she uh, was very hesitant. She just looks at it as kind of like a dumb, expensive toy, and she was just weeping the whole time. She was like, like, <laughs> like all the things that I do at all. She was like, always, it's like when something horrible. Toy, what are you doing? Horrible or great has happened, and you just have uncontrollable laughter while you're crying. Like that's what was happening for like 20 minutes. It was, pretty and then I amazing. just left at that point. She was but... just, she was just wandering around, <laughs> like going, like walking, and then just like almost bumping into something. She's like, oh my god, and she started like crying. <laughs> But like tears of joy, like like she's found religion or something. It was great. I don't understand emotions, like, so I, think I would I have just be been filling confused. up your mask with tears. <laughs> you would have been really confused and been like, "Why are you leaking, woman? Do you need maintenance?" <laughs> I don't detect any leaks. Uh, so that was our HTC Vive experience. Thanks, John. That was uh, it. Was truly uh, everything. I, I mean, it was every, I've, I've never, it was incredible. It was, it was truly everything I would love someone else to pay for and let me use. <laughs> See, now I kind of feel bad that I didn't keep it because other people would have been able to have fun with it. But, uh, now, that's I would why have no just one hey, comes over. It. It, you got, I, I would have resented it. I would have been like, you could have been $800. Yeah. You got standards <laughs> and you made a profit. So that's okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when the next one rolls There's around, actually... I'll have, I'll have money. <laughs> There's actually a company that's uh, making a headset, and I mean, there's so many, right? <laughs> like, it's not just Oculus and the Vive; those are like the main ones. But there's, a, you know, of course, the the Google, uh, you know, BS one. But it, one called like there's Magic another Hat. company entirely that's actually focused on just detecting where you're looking in the VR space. Like that's their. Oh whole yeah, Google niche. just acquired that company. Correct. Why would Why would you I need so, that? I, I know they bought one company. I don't know if it's the one that you're Brandon, talking about. Brandon, do you know why you thought that it looked more clear in VR than reality? Why? Because everything is in focus all the time in VR. Okay. Interesting. So Except for when it's really blurry in your in your peripherals. <laughs> so the, Okay, so this would make right. it more realistic. Like when you're looking at an object, it focuses and the rest is kind of blurry. So it would be more they realistic. They track exactly where you're looking so they can blur peripheral and all that kind of stuff so that you actually have depth of field blurring. Wouldn't but it? Oh, man. in addition to that, they also know where you are looking. See, that's actually one of the things I didn't like is that I couldn't look up or down or whatever without moving my head and have it be like in focus. Oh, because it's a screen. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can't. You have that's to. That's yet your head another to see thing around. that is because your eyes are too good. If you were wearing glasses, you would be used to turning your entire head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not. So they'll, you know, I mean, they'll get they'll get it right eventually. Maybe in a hundred years. Well, I, I'm sure that. it won't take them any time at all. If they wind up with the standard phone stuff, it'll be like, okay, we're going to double the resolution every single year in each axis, which of course would mean four times as many pixels, and we're going to make it lighter, and we're going to make it slimmer, and we're going to make it more fashionable. But I don't think the it's basic take tracking tech is already there. I know? I wish I was a developer and a developer that could fuck with people because I would make a game where, or just a program where it, it would only blur where you're looking. It would, and everything else would be completely clear except where you're looking. It's would called blur. Cataracts, the game. Yeah it, would <laughs> yeah. it would be, I mean, that's all I'd make is just shit to fuck with people in VR. 
<laughs> It'd be free, free to download. I uh, still haven't, you know, played a horror game because I just don't want to even deal with that. Can mess. you get the Silent Hills demo on that shit? <laughs> no, seriously, John. Uh, there's there's tons of stuff that's trying to be Silent Hill on the VR. I mean, they're I, out there. I know we were supposed to move on from VR already, Cap, but I just want to ask John again. Um, how I know you played the okay. new Skyrim HD on it, and it's not really built for VR. But how did it how did it look? Well, you, you can't really do do that in, I mean, you know, it would be a, like a meaningless thing. There's a uh, random stuff that allows you to sort of like play it in like a cinema space, but like full blown VR is a little bit more difficult to do. I think there's some crazy program that lets you do that. I don't even have it though. Which brings uh, up another one is, of my complaints is that the virtual desktop stuff is completely unusable because the resolution's so low. It's mm. all like maybe in two years when a good headset comes out. It'll be, you know, they'll have that huge head start. But in the meantime, guys, it's going to be I next. I don't know why they exist. It's going to be next year. Like the, the technology is going to exponentially get better. You'll see it. Yeah. But I mean, it was I, I think our takeaway was that like as far as experience goes, it was legitimately fascinating. The hardware is prohibitive. The cost is prohibitive. But it was it was incredible. I mean, I was at so. a gas station the other day and they had a headset you could just put your iPhone into and they swear it was just as good as every other headset. It was like 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, I wonder how oh, that works. Oh, holy shit. No, I'm not even joking about this. Well, Google Cardboard yeah, know, is like free. Home Depot. So. Home Depot. Yeah, what? see, I don't see what? much difference between Google Cardboard and the Vive as far as visual quality goes. So that, Maybe there is none. Yeah, no, the, I mean... Vi- but without tracking, you know, that's, the, I just said, get us rotation. That's why I, I specified visual quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, so, you need your that eyes. Was, that was frustrating because I had Google Cardboard and I was like, well, this isn't very good. Like maybe if I spend eight hundred bucks, it'll get better. And you obviously no, need really to damage didn't. your eyes slightly, like we can hit you in the eyes, or you have to remove your eyes and put screens in place. But then I would just feel like miserable all no, the time. Not when you're in VR all the time. You'll be great, Brandon. You just put contacts on his eyes that make them slightly worse. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's just like it's like cataracts you're playing contacts. your video game, cataracts the game. Yeah, and you're larping cataracts the game. I feel like I could probably get the same effect by just wiping some Vaseline on the inside of the no. your own no. eyes, just on put, the inside of your own inside of the VR mask. Let's just do put the crazy same thing. glue, crazy glue, right on the that eyes, right on the corneas. Soft the the soft focus 1970s pornography simulator. Rubber yeah. cement, <laughs> rubber cement, right on the right on the eyeballs. <laughs> You guys are getting um, really destructive with it when we could have had a, a dildo's viable solution. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Bor, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, uh, I've, I've been falling a little bit further down the pie hole, if you will. Ew. Uh, I, I bought my second Raspberry Pi oh. because my first one, I, I made it a dedicated pie hole machine. Uh, so I talked about it last time a little bit, how you can turn a Raspberry Pi into... <laughs> Uh, your own personal house uh, DNS server that has a complete ad blocking list on it. So everything after you configure it, everything on your home network has ad blocking on it, your phones, any computers, et cetera, without having to do anything, which is, which has been pretty awesome. And, and so I was like, well, I want to leave that on all the time. So I'm going to get a second one to play with. So I made a media center computer with it and uh, I loaded it up with like emulators and, uh, it's got uh, the Cody Media Center and stuff like that. So, Have you hooked them both up together yet? I don't know what the point of that would be. I don't know, man. You tell me. But, I mean, in to a build sense... build a chappy. In a sense, yeah. yes, yeah, exactly. because if the other one wants to go on the internet for anything, it has to ask the first one how to get there. And then it could tell it the wrong directions because it's a dick. <laughs> sure, it could. <laughs> but I don't Here's think it's Here's how you get to the internet. Yet. Go right into that wall and then fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Man, that is a really sarcastic Raspberry Pi. 
I think I think Brandon what explains the I think what we're learning is that Brandon needs to write the next reboot. Yeah, I'm, oh my god. <laughs> write the reboot reboot because you've oh, have yeah. the correct understanding of computers. <laughs> I want mega mega bite, mega death and hexadecimal to have a baby. Mega decimal. <laughs> Hexamegabyte. But uh, other than that, I've just been playing way too much World of Warcraft <laughs> all the time. Wait, Gigabyte was a real thing. Raspberry Pi is World of Warcraft. That's me. That's all I did. Can you play World of Warcraft somehow using your Raspberry Pi? Sure. Yeah, seems okay. legit. Yeah, you could you could actually start up like a VNC instance on it and how does it have the power to, your, to run uh, that? Of, of a because more high powered computer. computer. Chip, oh, that's right. It's still plugged into a computer, so I don't understand. No, that. no, no. It's just because computer chips. Period. Yeah, but it's not that strong of a computer chip, and it's like it doesn't have like a major it processor. It's like a. It's, yeah, no. It, it's it kind of fast. It's bizarrely powerful for how tiny it is. It's like fifty that's just bucks. How far computing has gone. I mean, it doesn't even have like an i three in there, does it? Like, what? What's what processor does it? It's even? hard to. It's hard to give it a, an equivalent. Um, is it just something new they made for the well Raspberry? it's a quad core like 1.2 gigahertz processor oh you could run like a one wow gig on of ram and oh yeah never mind yeah <laughs> wow's not hardware intensive low res it will run <laughs> yeah well john aside from being uh a proud owner of an hcc vive anything uh you'd like to report at this juncture are we talking about skyrim we can We're talking about sweet rolls. If, if that's in your in your world, man. Have yeah. you used the Vive while you've pooped in the toilet while you're under the ocean or something? Is it really weird? <laughs> it, It'd be hard to move the lighthouses. There. Do you feel like a god because you're interacting with two completely realities at the same time? I'm just do, do you think that's what it's like what to be a god? Of sick bastard set up the lighthouses in their bathrooms so that they could take a shit under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> a fancy bastard. That's I'm really what kind hoping of that the next version of the Vive doesn't have lighthouses. Like, they figure out some way to not make those necessary. What? They just, they let you cheat so well from Ex a hardware perspective. Can you explain like, what you this lighthouse yeah. is? They, uh, they basically have uh, hard disk motors in them and they rotate laser beams at a bazillion RPM. If you noticed when you were at uh, when you were using the Vive, there was two little black boxes hanging up. Yeah, and I it couldn't see them. Once, you know, the headset was on. Yeah, they basically help the headset tell where it is in a 3D space. Oh yeah, that's and they also why, tell you if you're getting close. That's to That's why the you can walk around with the Vive and the uh, the Oculus. You really can't do much more than motion, I thought that motion was, tracking in in oh, okay. place. I thought that was specifically so you don't run into shit. Like you set your own space. Like this is the space I'm gonna walk in, and you make it a certain width and like. Well, I mean, yes, you do. The chaperone system is there to keep you safe, but it's also but the it's only also way to see like the controllers and where you are. Yeah, it's only it's the only way to move around. It's the only way to feel actually that that Im the immersion that comes with being able to actually walk around. In Can a they space. just put like one 360 degree camera? Like, on, like if you're pole? um, if the controllers or the headset break line of sight with the lighthouses everything starts to freak I out. I did realize that I went through reality and everything was glitching and I didn't know where it was anymore in either dimension. It could have been a lighthouse glitch. He uh he walked clean out of the spectrum and his body was blocking the sight of the second lighthouse. And I think uh, I actually yeah. got a digital virus uploaded into my brain because of it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm seeing weird things like static when I'm walking around now sometimes. It's weird. We're talking about VR again. Um <laughs> <laughs> John, tell us about something not VR related. Quick. Well, he, he, you you did this. I was trying to say that the Skyrim HD Super Edition came out or whatever. Yeah, and how is it? The same. It, it's <laughs> pretty graphics. much the same, but the reason for that is actually because PC. That's the main reason. I've been using high definition, you know, textures 
the entire damn time, basically. Wait, I think you mean the only reason they redid it is for so they can release it on the newer console generation. Because exactly. PC didn't, yeah, PC they didn't need it. it. Basically, yeah. yeah. They released it on the newer consoles. It does have a hell of a lot of lighting stuff. But, like, especially with my, you know, new car for, card for VR, um, I was already running the original on Super Duper Edition. You know, I like, just ultimate level for everything, right? Mm. So going from that to ultimate for all the new stuff is, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely better, but it's, you know, not really fantastically amazingly better graphically. Yeah, I, original I Skyrim say. had a bunch of mods and stuff that you could add into it to add more, exactly. more so modern visual effects in, into it. Does it come, do you know if the, the newer version comes with any of the mods that like people have made that were cool or anything? Or no, not? but it has it enabled, I believe, even... Didn't not they for enable PS4. it for consoles? I highly doubt no, that. I mean, well, yeah, it's the same as um, they, the same as Fallout. Fallout 4. Yeah. So it actually has it directly integrated into the game itself, the ability to do mods. It has the entire, uh, we'll call it store, even though they're all free, right? Skyrim? But, uh, wait, you can make your own mods in Skyrim on the PS4? No, you can't make them. But That's you, what I'm but saying. The ones, you can make the, them on the PC, and then they're probably shared over to yeah. the that, PS4. Okay, that I didn't know Xbox. was an actual thing i that's well weird. that's I like know. fallout 4 now i i'm not i don't have a ps4 so i'm not up on it i i believe that i heard i could be wrong about this i believe i heard that it still wasn't supported on ps4 not because not for lack of trying but because they're having trouble with it but it is active because on xbox software they use is all different than like every other system it's weird or the coding i was something weird like that but, i was you know my yeah. thought about it all is actually that um you know, since the Fallout stuff, they're trying to do Fallout VR, that maybe then Skyrim would be uh, easy to do because it's the same engine now. I would love Fallout with VR, with like guns and shit. Well, I mean, oh. that's actually happening. I'm saying maybe Skyrim now. Oh. It's the same engine. No, I, don't, be, I don't like the combat in Skyrim. And, well, <laughs> then the combat needs combat to be better. Where you actually have to dodge sword strikes. Well, is it going to be kind of like Skyward Sword for, you know, the Wii U, where you could actually move the controller and the sword slightly moves with you and not just like a swinging motion, but you can actually move you, every angle? Wait, you remember that game that you were playing where you kept gripping over and over again? You had no idea what the hell was happening? Yeah, that's every game with me, but yeah. Yeah, well, that one uh, has swords and guns and all sorts of stuff, and you can punch robots in the face. So it's a Wii. It's a Wii controller. VR is just a Wii like on your head. Super well tracked, and you're from the perspective of the person for realsies. Let's and, say it, you know, it's an immersive ultra Wii. Okay, that's all I care. I didn't want just like one swing and then the sword moves. I wanted you to do like every minor like you do. Movement. Okay, cool. You do every minor movement, and you have to block the other guy who's trying to attack you and, with a sword. And what was the name of that game, John? Um, well, Raw Data was the one that he was in, but he was basically just running around in the the first like loading menu practically. If you can call, we don't have words for these things, guys. And when you're in VR, you don't call these things loading menus. I was in a different place. It was a building. <laughs> I was in a building. There were walls and but ceiling. From a functional Isn't perspective, it, like it was equivalent to a loading menu. <laughs> I was just in this fucking Stargate, man. Which I was upset that I couldn't go into the Stargate. I tried to walk and get closer to it, and I did. Did you dial Chulak or anything? No, <laughs> I tried to dial Earth, and you know you can't dial the planet you're from. But no, I didn't know can't. I was on Earth. I just knew I was in a facility. Anyway. Oh, God, it's happening. <laughs> I can't wait. So um, maybe they'll make No Man's Sky like the way they should have made, but then for VR. <laughs> Just kidding. That's dead. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is those Brandon, Vanishing Realms, for example, like you actually have like crazy sword wielding skeletons walk up to you hulking masses and start striking you and you have to like block them with your sword oh, can they please make a new stab them in the head because you can't you know stab through their armor because it won't work john what you're saying is 
Dark Souls 4. Yes. There's going to be Dark Souls 4 for VR. Do the other uh, the masses ever become huddled by chance? Huddled? Yeah, and then yearn to breathe free or oh, anything Jesus. like that? Or? Any... What? <laughs> I'm it's the a... only one that okay. slightly understands, it's, and we're going to... It's a poem on the Statue of Liberty. It's Oh, that, that poem. Oh, I mean, it's, okay. it sounded oh, familiar, but I was like, but I was like okay. why? Stop being so educated. Why are we there? Okay. Sorry. Because <laughs> they said masses, and they were... Do you think because the Morpheus is out for PS4 now that the next like Dark Souls game is actually going to be made to use in VR? Because how horrifying well, would that I mean, be? The, the Only Sony, if there's a good install base. The Sony investment in VR is pretty strong, so well, expect they, to see all this money. Why not? Some you know some crazy stuff happen. That seems reasonable. But every like like peripheral or accessory they've ever made has just sucked flat out. It's their systems okay. All their accessories are terrible. Remember the motion sensor shit? Uh, yeah, no, I remember. I remember yeah. PS Move, which they totally were 100% original with. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it worked great. <laughs> spent all my money. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, they integrated that into their <clears throat> VR stuff. Yeah. I'm glad. Oh, did I, I think I still have them. Great. I'm glad I kept them. <laughs> they're only like I a couple. I doubt they're compatible. They're anymore. only a couple years outdated. <laughs> I, I don't think they've actually changed anything about the glowing fucking balls on them. Like nothing. <sighs> yeah, anyway. There's probably anyway, a reason they don't work. Let's talk about Nintendo Switch. <laughs> uh, How about them apples? Um, oh, boy. I, I I want this system. I do and don't. I feel like Nintendo is kind of pulling a Sega where they make something really cool for a couple months, and then everything else comes out that blows it away, and it's obsolete, and then they have to start making games for other companies again. Well, it, it's tricky. See, here's this discussion slash argument that I tend to get into people with. Everyone wants Nintendo to make a system that's going to play AAA games and be competitive with Xbox and Sony. Yes. And I'm like, but wh- why do you want that? Do you want to have three? I mean, like, do you, why do you want that competition? Because currently Nintendo's offering something distinctly different from the other systems. Well, I chose between Xbox and PS4 and Nintendo isn't even a choice. I know that there's awesome shit on there that I want exclusively from there. I think the argument so is because it. it attracts more developers and writers. Like it has a different but base. Why do you why do you care about Nintendo's stocks? Here's why I care. Because well, I don't care about their stocks. What I do care about is that they are on the level of PS4 and Xbox One because I want a Zelda game that can actually run using all the same processor power of a PS4 and Xbox One. I don't want them to half-ass and make shitty Star I'm, Fox I'm games. I'm with him on that because yeah. the, the Wii yeah. was terrible. I don't want it just to have like another Assassin's Creed that's on all the systems. I want it so their actual base games that I like, like Star Fox, Zelda, Metroid, can run at the level of everything else. Do you think that the graphic stylings, the cartoon stylings of Nintendo... Uh, belong in hyperrealism. No, but here's the thing. I, it's not just the graphics. It's the amount of things you can do in the game, the processing, the saving, like all the different features and options. They they usually they cut things short because I don't think the system can handle all the cool stuff that you should be putting in a game. I will not argue that uh, the, the, the current Star Fox game is a travesty yeah. purely because of the limitations that they themselves yeah, it's not really the themselves. graphics although for that one it kind of is but it's also the it's the processor like it needs to be way better it needs to be able to run now, a bunch of now, different things that being said though the switch might not have that i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray and i'm leah president and this is crunchyroll presents the anime effect We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to (laughs) pretend that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) 
Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. Problem. And it probably won't because they say that it's the spiritual successor to the NVIDIA Shield tablet, which I have an NVIDIA Shield tablet. And the graphics on that thing are amazing. They're they, way they better said, than the than the Wii U. I read this, and maybe it needs to be fact checked that the, it has about the graphics power of an Xbox One, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Well, um, thanks to Fenrir Gochad, uh, one of the one of our Patreon supporters, he uh, we we just had a Patreon hangout. That's where our people at, at giving to us on Patreon at twenty dollars or more, we have a monthly hangout. We gather together, we talk about stuff. He sent my way a leaked bit of specs from the uh, Nintendo Switch. So um, if this is to be believed, and it seems highly probable, then it's running a NVIDIA second-generation Maxwell architecture. I don't um, know what that means, anyone? Which, it's basically an upgraded version of what is in the uh, NVIDIA Shield tablet. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, my concern is the battery life, which I read a rumor that it was three hours, but it wasn't confirmed. Nothing if, will be definitively confirmed until January 12th, where we'll get the price, yeah. release date, games, and hardware specs. And you know, I, I think it's cool that it's just a system, that it's a really thin system that you could just pick up, snap some controllers on, and take it to go. But I don't want to travel. Well, the thing is... <laughs> I want to sit and play a Zelda game in my living room. I want to travel with it. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but if it just had a normal micro USB power supply then we'd be good because we could just use... Any, well, they're saying you could you play could it on a plane, but it's like if the battery packs. life's three hours, no. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be just like a tablet, so if you had, you know, a portable battery pack, then... USB sure there has to be peripherals for that. USB 2.0 and 3.0. Also, what about the hard drive? I'm just worried about the connector because if they're going to make me carry around a proprietary cable, I'm going to hurt someone. They, it's going to use a specific, like, thing to plug Because Nintendo loves doing that stuff. So does Mac, though. Let's be honest. Apple Apple loves doing that. They make Let's their own shit. Let's not talk about yeah. Mac, because I'm just going to get negative. <laughs> well, you just said it was running USB, right? Yes. If this is to be believed, then yes. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, but that implies standards. Another... You would, you would hope, but you never know. They I, might I, be I like, this is a this hope, is a mini but... two USB connector <laughs> that you have to get a special adapter well, dongle for. I noticed another so thing. Micro hybrid. Did anyone notice this, like how thin it was and that there's probably no hard drive whatsoever in it um well why would it need a hard drive because it's got a slot for a micro like game cards? cartridges and it probably i would guess so that it probably already has sd cards yes okay yeah they've already showed the cartridges yeah um, just so infinitely that. expandable as far as the processor they have four arm cortex a57 cores 
which uh, Steve-O from Friday Night Fan Fiction said um, indicates that it's 100% a, a high-performance machine, that the only drawback of which is that if you're, say, it will all it'll be always on all the time insofar as, like, it's processing, so there's no low... That's high-end processing. I can actually it's not speak low end to processing. this a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's the screen on the, uh, on the tablet itself is about... Uh, it's 720p resolution, so it's not a 1080p tablet like the Shield tablet. So it's going to run at a lower resolution when you pull it off the base. Uh, when you click it into the base, it's going to be 1080p on on your screen. Obviously, you can play so it. So my guess is that it's probably going to go into a slightly lower power mode when you have it mobile. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Because it doesn't have to right. render out any more than 720p. So it's probably going to go into a lower power state to to uh, to save power on that. And then when you click it in and it goes into 1080p mode, it'll clock itself up. I just I don't like it not having really a hard. That's drive just because... that's just speculation, but it's pretty educated speculation i also realize we haven't set this up at all we're assuming that you've seen the commercial for this we'll link to the commercial on this episode's page it's a modular console it's a home console for couch play that also that the, the system of which is all you basically it's like you've got it's like you've got a little rack in your living room and the rack yes do try to explain this it's it's, it's okay it's small. I'll, I'll get it it's a it's a tablet computer uh with a docking port and that, that's the system. There and you that, go. that's the you whole can system. Plug it into and, a TV. and it's got controllers that snap onto the sides of it. And then you can pick it up and just so you, walk so away. So you with can it. you can have the thrill yeah. of a mobile game if such a thing even exists, because I'm pretty anti mobile games unless it's a yeah. thing like the three DS. Um but it with with controls that are actually tactile and functional. And it's it's seamless, like you're playing Zelda on your big TV, then you just pick up the system and walk away. It's the same game. Yeah, same and save. the tablet is the system. Some people so, were likening yeah. it to the Wii U's little controller but that doesn't actually have the computing power no, yeah it. it's streaming from the wii u but this actually is the entire system do you think this is nintendo combining everything into like they've got a console they've got a portable gaming system this is it for the future it's both yeah well, they like, are like this is their new portable and console they have together. said that they're not discontinuing support for 3ds it will continue they'll continue to produce for games for bit, 3ds yeah, but this um, is the next but step it does seem like this is a hybrid because because they the biggest sellers for nintendo has always been handheld oh yeah and and, and the actual <laughs> system but really also only people only buy handhelds for pokemon or like anime games that's it um, and one one of the things that's got criticism for is the fact that they uh, they showed Skyrim being played on it, which everyone's like, that's an old game. Oh, and but didn't Bethesda come out and say like this is not like we did not say this well, is a legit th- thing yet that's happening? Yeah, Bethesda said we're happy to have had the opportunity to collaborate with Nintendo on the video. While we are not confirming any specific titles at this time, we are pleased to announce our partnership with Nintendo and support of the Switch. We look forward to revealing specific games and details in the future. Cough, cough. January twelfth. So it's already like AAA status games are coming but but potentially not that that was the new skyrim or the old skyrim and as a result anything about anything about that one thing that kind of bugs me is that i bought a newer skyrim is old skyrim we just talked about that well exactly but it still does technically do a lot more visual stuff there's blurring there's like a lot of dynamicism to the lighting um but, you yeah. also the other thing I saw is there's, obviously there's no disc like you can't put di- like CDs DVDs whatever in there which is whatever it's the future but that means you can, video cassette uh, tapes but that yeah <laughs> you can't put VHS tapes in there um any, anymore like you could with the Wii U but the problem with that is that you you obviously can't play any of your old stuff and and at all for any of your systems like the Wii U and you know if you've got a Zelda well, game you're like I want to play it but well, you can't hold, hold on to your Wii U. It's still, it's still yeah, a quality system. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to do the thing where they have a virtual thing and you can download it onto an SD card and play it again, but then you have to buy it again and they just do that with every system. Well, also it should every be noted system. that like the controller options, uh, for example, um, I didn't see a Wiimote anywhere in 
in that. It's a yeah. Legit. They showed like the classic uh, controller. Yeah. And they showed the the Switch controller, and that was about it. I don't like the Switch controller. Well, the no Switch one's... controller is basically the same as the Wii U gamepad, but lighter, probably. No, I mean this. I mean, oh, the, the other you know, crazy the... part about it was that you could actually break off both of them, and in a very simple game, you would actually be able to technically do a two-player multiplayer with just well, one okay. console. It showed in a trailer, you know, the two little controllers that look like tiny Wii like motes yeah. attached to the screen, and you can take like half a yeah, Wii you mote. can take them off and play multiplayer with your friends like outside. But who's gonna use the Wii Mote? Was hard enough, and I have tiny fucking hands because I'm small. Who's gonna use something half the size of a Wiimote to play like an actual video I don't know game there's on. a lot of games where I wouldn't play Children. with the Wiimote because yeah. I hate them yeah and these ones are half the size would you be like oh yeah let's play with these and I no, I'd no. probably hook in a different controller like one of the classic controllers and just use the ones on the screen which you which well, you can do Brandon yeah, what yeah. you would do is is like they also showed in the video you would have all four all four people randomly show up with their entire freaking consoles right there and you just have a land party yeah, that's well, gonna yeah, happen. That's I gonna did, happen with me. I, yeah, I, yeah. The, first of all, the video the video is terrible. The video shows like a bunch of mostly white people uh, doing improb improbable scenarios. It was a basketball of, court of wealthy urban living, like in which you you go play street ball with your friends and then gather around to play I don't know NBA Jam or you're on a rooftop in your fancy your fancy penthouse and someone invites you to a party on their rooftop and you go there and bring your fucking console. Because that's what you're gonna do. Because your video games, even though nothing about what, anything about uh, that looked and, video games. But to after me. <laughs> after all those dumb scenarios, they did have one great thing, and that was the implication that Splatoon is the future sport. <laughs> they had <laughs> future. E they had like these these teams. Uh, is really multinational good. teams like plotting out like attack patterns. You're like, what are they doing? Are they playing? Is that a sports game? What but is that's it? That's fake, and right? That's just a commercial. That's not a real yeah. thing. It's not, it's not a real thing, but it's like, but you know, they would love if it was a real thing. It's and like that, I would love if it was a real that thing. You, they made a long time ago. The wizard. The wizard. The yeah. wizard. Yeah, it's like that, but with Splatoon. <laughs> but it was Splatoon. Yeah, a whole stadium of people watching them do. You know, it's yes, you know, major league happen. gaming. Mm -hmm. It could happen. That major league gaming is a real. Not thing, with a Nintendo game. I know that's weird. Confirming Splatoon's too. Yes, it is. If you look at the video, you'll see that it's completely different. There's all new levels. There's all new like squid hairstyles. I don't it's know. Totally I got different. I got beef with the Nintendo after I bought a Wii U for Zelda, and now I have to wait and get this new system. And everyone's like, "Well, you can." They're still gonna make it for both. Obviously, I'm gonna get it for the newest system. I'm not dumb, but like, I bought a <laughs> Wii U because Zelda was coming out, and then like two years later, it still yeah. hasn't come out. I'm like, great. I've I've just wasted my entire money on a console I used for like a fitness program a little bit, and like I never used the Wii U for anything good. You well, never played any of the Mario games or anything? Not really. I mean, I I use the Wii U constantly. It's my it's my go, it's my go to so system <laughs> for watching YouTube or doing internet stuff on uh, on my television. So I use my PS4 for that, so it's like I don't need both. Like, I just wanted a system for Zelda, like Zelda. No. I will and, and buy that's, and any that's Nintendo you got. You got system, system for a Zelda, and I was gypped, and I should return it because I don't need the Wii U for anything. Sell it for like twenty bucks. No one's gonna buy a Wii U. I'll buy it for twenty bucks. Give me twenty bucks right now. It's yours. No, it's I can't. Danica will be pissed. Don't do it. Just, just get away. No, I want this delivered. And a can of Titan. And a can of Titanfall. A we can have, of Titanfall Mountain. We have a verbal contract. <laughs> I agreed to it. All right, Here's twenty dollars. Four has handed me twenty bucks. I guess the Wii U is yours. You serious? I'm gonna give you the Wii U. All right, no, sweet. No, take this back. I can't. I have to consult my my better half first. I've, I, I've I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um, like people give Nintendo, I love being a turtle. I love being a turtle. I feel like I'm ripping you off, though, uh, boy. People <laughs> people give Nintendo a lot of shit for for only being a first party system. And and all I gotta say is like, 
Are you are you playing the games? I'm playing the games. I I'm, give him I'm shit because all the games I love, they've ruined or made like ass lately. Look, Star Fox was a goddamn shame. Metroid and Metroid Other I M. I think all the Star Fox is also a goddamn shame. But that was at, at this but no. Metroid Other M at this point was like five years ago. And I'm bored but, of Mario. But for for all the game, well, that's your problem, man. For all the games <laughs> on on Wii U, the the Mario games, cart and action and otherwise. And and uh, like all these all the titles that I've been playing on it, it is more than worth the price of entry. It's more than worth like and even even for for Switch, if Switch ends up like sucking, if I get everything that's in this video, a new Mario game, a new Splatoon, and a new Zelda, then it's say the system costs three hundred fifty dollars, and those games cost like sixty or whatever dollars. I still feel it. It'll, is it expensive? Yes. Like, am I made out of money? No. But I will have felt like I got my money's worth for those experiences because I know the kind of experiences they deliver. And I'm not um, relentlessly a fan of Nintendo. I will criticize the ever-living fuck out of them when they step wrong. But I just feel like the quality of their games and the quality of their hardware, like, because it's, it's well-made hardware. They never have an operating system update where I'm like, fuck, why did you do that? Like, every single fucking Xbox update. Well, that's because they, um, they can't really do updates. They do updates <laughs> all the time. What are you talking Rarely. about? PS4 has been doing that to me lately, too. Like I'm, Every other week. Oh, I'm going to watch Netflix. Oh, wait, we have to wait 20 minutes for this. And then it just says bug fixes. And you're like, okay, cool. Whatever that means. My My... Uh, Wii U silently downloads updates all the time. It's all I never have to wait for anything. It's you can, always you can set that up on like the PS4 or the Xbox One. There's an option somewhere to have it auto update. But while it's you're it's sleeping. always it's always doing its thing, and it's always been real good to me. It's always been real good to me, and I don't understand the shade because I played a lot of quality games on there. I don't care that I didn't play AAA games. That's why I have an X Bone. Mm. X Bone. X Bone. Um, have you seen Mario rendered on the uh, Unreal Engine? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. I'm sure it's creepy. Them some HD graphics, Mario. I'm sure we're gonna see. I mean, that. I play pen plenty of games that aren't AAA. Like um, on the, the we have a space called the Nerdy Show Lounge, which is uh, where patrons can gather and hang out with the hosts and so on. And uh, we've had a long discussion about Nintendo Switch on there. Alex Densmore brought a very good question to mind. He said, "I think the concept is interesting, though I'm a bit concerned about where, since it looks like the controllers on the sides are detachable as well as to the base. So I'll be curious how many snaps the controller slash console can take before problems start to arise." I'm more worried yeah. about somebody playing mine and dropping it because I have a lot of friends that don't know how to take care of their phones. The whole thing is a screen. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. Or like you know theft risk because then they just stole your shit. How many? How how do you think if you go online right now, Mad Cats already has like screen protectors for it? And like a snap-on, yes. like or OtterBox it's, has. It's a fact. There's an OtterBox for the Switch already, probably. Probably, but then the, it has for to fit bucks. snugly inside of the unit. Yeah, if it and doesn't, if it find doesn't like fit into the dock, I'm going to be a lot less likely to want to put that on there, as will a lot of people. And as for me, I I don't don't really plan on taking it with me anywhere because I like playing on a couch because that's an escape for me. So you say that, but when you you want to walk around and collect whatever those points are, that oh you usually god, get I hope your, they don't put Street Pass on Street it. Pass, and you're like, I oh, I can just don't. bring this and I left to L.A. I left Street Pass behind me a long time ago. It's uh, real convenient to bring a 3ds, but it's not convenient to bring something like this. You know that? Well, well it's small. They're going to totally you have take something. Trips to the bathroom with this thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can do that. Th we since do they're, that they're counting it as kind of a portable system, you know they're going to have portable type things like Street Pass specific, specifically probably, for it. So. Probably. I hope they don't. Like how many cats can you pass? But, I mean, how many stray cats can you they, find outside? Well, those stray cats also have to have oh, a proprietary does. Nintendo product on them. Well, they said to... they were going to send people around and strap little devices to all the stray cats in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if this thing will have Pokemon thing. Go. Oh I mean, my. It's essentially a tablet. Well, maybe they'll finally uh, maybe they'll build make it Pokemon good. Snap into it. They didn't because they didn't develop it. They didn't make it. So I don't yeah. know. 
Anyway, January 12th, that's when we're going to find out more. And I will link to where we have these uh, leaked uh, specs on uh, on this episode's page. I hope January 12th they're just like, and it's out tomorrow. Well, it's coming okay. out. It's March. It's coming out in March. Never mind. <laughs> but they'll tell you what day in March. Should I pre-order right now, it? Should I pre-order it right now? Do we even know the price, or is it just like we don't know the price? I'm guessing three hundred fifty dollars. That was the con- that was the. In the I'm in the guessing six hundred and ninety-nine. Just to be funny, I think it's going to be six. Why not just nine nine? No, because that's just too, that's nine, too nine. far. I feel like Nintendo system is going to be seven hundred. Three hundred and fifty is that's probably not a bad guess. That's I feel like that's a sweet spot. That's right within Nintendo's approachableness. Nintendo's like we want to be approachable. We want everybody to consider us. I mean, considering the controllers are fifty cents each, it yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's how they feel. Um, are there going to be color options? No, probably not. Yeah, they're going to have like a white stormtrooper one, or and then. Well, you remember when there was like all those different N sixty four? Yeah, I thought that was rad. Thought it was awesome. But it was also like these these consoles cost so much money. Why the hell would I buy another one? No idea. Uh, hey, quick shout out. We're entirely listener supported. This program and all the programs in the Nerdy Show Network are 100% listener supported. So that means we rely on you to keep us alive. And the best way to do that is to subscribe to us on Patreon where we send all kinds of exclusive stuff your way. Early episode releases um, are available at the lowest donation amount possible. In addition to all the other stuff we've been talking about, like uh, Hangouts and the Nerdy Show Lounge, that's all upper tier stuff. But we have... Even if at a dollar, you get a ton of bonus content and early releases. So what's not to do? Just do it. Just do the thing. Also, if you shop on Amazon via our Amazon links, you give back to Nerdy Show. And if you want more options and more information on how to do all that stuff, head to nerdyshow.com support. If you don't want to give us any money, but you want to give us love, well, that helps too. Love will warm the cockles of our hearts. Rate and review us on iTunes. We could use a rating and review. It's actually been a while since we've gotten any. We need some more because we read them here on the show. And if you're giving to us at $10 or more on Patreon, you get a shout-out a month. No one's taken advantage of that in a while, so uh, take advantage of us, please. I mean, you could say anything you want. Yeah, anything. probably. You if you, could, if you, you say could something write, like, racist, we're not going to repeat that. You could write like a movie script, and we'll read like a, like two lines from your script, and maybe we'll tell someone like Casper Kelly. We don't know. I mean, you <laughs> don't know what your shout-out will, will lead and might make your life better than you know than it isn't right now. Yeah, we, 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 if you want us to give you some lucky numbers, <laughs> we can give you lucky numbers. Win the, win the lottery with Nerdy Show's lucky numbers. Yeah. Whatever you do want, that. we'll do it. <laughs> New segment, Nerdy Show lucky numbers. <laughs> your, your lucky numbers for this week are... Uh, I've got a, I've got uh, a teapot dice. 14, 6, 2, 18, 4, 11. I said 4 twice. Deal with it. Uh, how many how many numbers are there in, in lotto? 6, 5, 6, 12? Dude, I don't know. Just There's use not... those numbers. There <laughs> yeah. you go. And then I make one up one for, for yourself. Five or 6. Uh, hey, John, you're here. You, you, we typically talk about SciTech stuff with you. What's some SciTech stuff you'd like to talk about? How about... Are we presuming that people know about space? Let's, let's say that people, I'm the best at people space. know about space. I mean, they know it exists. Now, uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Are you talking about the uh, Tabby star, the star that's slightly dimming, that's driven the whole world into a fervor over the mystery of Tabby's star? Probably. Probably. Well... <laughs> We've we have talked about Tabby Star a number of times in the show. Wait, is that actually the name of it now? Yeah, nicknamed after the, uh, the the woman who discovered it. Yeah. Was that the one where they thought it was like a giant mega structure blocking out the light of it every yes. now and then? And you know okay. what's fun about that? It wasn't. And now the theory that they had that seemed like rational, whatever, has kind of uh, not yeah. so much anymore. It, it, it's funny that, uh, <laughs> that the one of the things people went to immediately was, "Hey, someone's building a sun around uh, a Dyson sphere around a sun." And the only thing about that is, is that that's still one of the theories that hasn't been disproven. <laughs> 
I mean, it's hard to disprove any of those theories because it's so far away and it's actually really hard to see. So what is the new the new info on this? The new thing is, is that um, a lot of the stuff like a bunch of random comets going in front of it or that stuff seems less likely now. So the Dyson Sphere thing um, is sort of like Sherlock, no matter how improbable must be the truth kind of thing. So um, we've discovered it, aliens by that logic. Congrats. We've discovered aliens, everyone. Well, Give yourself based on Sherlock logic. And so we still don't know, but it doesn't even matter if it is or is not aliens in a way because it's still unique. We've never really seen anything like this. Now, what really is new information is that they're actually going to point the huge, huge, massive movable telescope in West Virginia. Like they have a complete like no technology zone over there, which is where the crazies hang out. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but there's a no technology area out there, like no electronics whatsoever, because any of that stuff will actually interfere with the radio or the, the telescope because it's so sensitive. Hmm. So they're positioning this massive, massive thing, and it just happened to be in the right hemisphere to be able to point at it. And so maybe we'll fucking find out. What I don't get is the the light is dimming and, and the reason it's so controversial or weird is because it's not dimming at like a regular rate. It's just completely random intervals and there's no pattern. But I don't understand why there can't be just a new space phenomenon that we haven't seen yet. Like instead of a Dyson sphere, why can't it be like an unstable black hole? So there's just constantly different waves of gravity at no specific pattern. It's just pulling maybe comets or asteroids around you know, that star in different intervals constantly. Like, why can't it be something like that? Why does it have to be an alien structure? Why not Why not unstable black holes, John? Because stars don't dim as fast as this one does. Well, like That's I'm saying, like, point. couldn't, like, obviously a large object is being pulled in front of it. And mm, see, is I mean, that obvious? Yeah. This is just All we know is just a prelude to star killer between. base. If it's if a star is <laughs> dimming and then brightening, it's because something has moved in front of it. The, the the sun itself, the star itself is not actually dimming. It's just the lights being blocked. So obviously it's an object moving in front of it. So I don't see why any object can't just be pulled back and forth in front of it. Maybe there's two black holes. They're really hard to see that far away. And it's just pulling shit randomly back and forth in front of it, almost like Pong. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not even joking. Generally yeah. only pull one way, Brandon. Huh? That's yeah, but say he, he's saying, what if there's two no, opposing yeah, yeah. black holes exactly. on either holes, side that are ping-ponging something back and forth? Unlikely, yes, but they, more they likely than aliens. Ping-pong, though. Ultimately, it would either stay static, right balanced in between them in like a Lorang point, or it would go to one or the other. I've what seen if enough, it had I've an extreme story. amount of velocity and it it takes a while for the other one to pull it back, but it just or the object's it's going to eventually settle. But right now, it's it's in a state then of pong, the if you will. What the absolute <laughs> fuck is so big that it would yeah, actually? Yeah. What if the object is? Anyway. What if the object is so big and these black holes are like microscopic? I'm actually with you now on this deep space pong theory <laughs> because I mean I, we've seen enough sci-fi black shows holes that large would be affecting the sun unless it was somewhere like literally in between us and it. Well, we don't know how how far away the object is blocking the light. We know it's close but we don't know really how far it is from the Ergo, star. the benefit of... You know, Brandon and I are going to have to ask that you go ahead and disprove our theory beyond yeah. a reasonable doubt Why before we're going to throw it away. We've Bohr and I have seen enough sci-fi to know there are certain things like unstable black holes and wormholes. They can fluctuate. They can fluctuate yeah. the amount of energy they put out. So if, like, one black hole is pulling this massive, like comet meteor or planet across the star suddenly the other black hole might fluctuates be, and pulls it back it might even be a celestial teapot we don't know yeah you can't prove that it's there not it's, it's a giant Fly out there and see it's a giant dead rat like <laughs> well, like the size of like uranus not, it would be interesting 
<laughs> this went in an interesting direction. Why um, not the fourth Brandon dimension? Brandon and I are teaming up on theories now. We're going to do water birds and we, what we've got if, the okay, celestial well, teapot. What if you're you actually seeing... It is actually a Tesseract. There you go. It's always there been a Tesseract. There is a uh, hypercube forming right in front of the uh, the star. Now, what is if, that causing the, the ping pong effect or is that part of it? Is that is that the, the ball? Well, I mean, they're, they're hypercubes, so it, any number of weird shit could happen. Are we talking I mean, about time cubes? I... Well, <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay, so imagine a four-dimensional object impacting. Because if you don't believe in time cube, you're I was stupid. just about yeah. to talk about four-dimensional objects. Word God is bad math. The, yes. The I think the ball that you're talking about, board that that's being pinged and ponged back and forth. Yeah. Is actually time itself. It could be. We the don't, star is. We not, don't know enough about star, time to say guys, for sure whether whether that's let me, possible. Let me explain. Let me blow your minds right now. These two black holes that are fluctuating are on both sides of the star. And time, time is being fucked up where the star is. So it's dimming. The star is oh, dimming because it's actually it's aging. Dimming. It's dimming at a normal rate, but we're we're seeing through the lens of time compression. Yes. So it's actually you're seeing the future of the star when it's dimming and dying, or the beginning of the star when it's just brightening. I can actually disprove that, Brandon. No. You can disprove time compression. Yes, I can because that can would you cause unzip, redshifting. Can you unzip compressed time? Well, redshifting is only like if it's, you wins it. <laughs> redshift. You're talking about the Doppler effect. That's a radar. It would ultimately redshift because essentially the light would be stretched out as it slowed down. No, but I'm saying it's fluctuating. So you're seeing the past, present, and future in like very different like moments that in time. That doesn't make any sense. Like you know How the, the black hole. Yeah, the light is traveling to you at the normal rate. Like that's not being slowed down. We're just seeing through time. Yeah. So when you see the star dim, it's because you're seeing it about to die. But then it, it brightens again because the time, because the black holes are fluctuating, it's now normal again. You're just seeing the future of the star. I think That's we why need to be dim. on some sort of a scientific board. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There's a difference between brightness, which has to do with the quantum of light, mm -hmm. versus its actual wavelength. I don't think there's a difference. No. No, I mean, there, there seriously is. So you'd actually no, see, be able once it to gets to the end that. of the time lens, if you will, then it starts traveling at a normal rate. Are we using a time lens on the telescope that we're aiming at it? Because without it, what's the point? 4D time lens. Can you 3D print one of those? <laughs> 3D print 4D Can time you 3D lens. 3D print 4D All right, time well, so. well, we need our fans to decide. Uh, is it is it a inter intergalactic ping pong or is it I, a time lens? I'm voting on ping pong with time lens. I mean, I do like the... I do like the notion of the pong effect. Yeah. Can we call it the uh, the Gerson Bohr effect? It, it actually, it actually. <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind here, Brandon. But blow, what if it's I both? Blow something. That's what I was saying. Yeah. What if it's a time lens? It's pinging time. And a pong. It's ping pong time lens time. Mm. For more about this subject, uh, play Mass Effect Two and go and uh, pick up Tully. What if a whale just took a giant shit, like a space whale? And it's just floating in front of the star. It's really big. It's a giant whale. I think John's going to start talking about the Enkindlers soon. I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> like Kindle Fire? <laughs> it's an Amazon thing? Whatever did happen to that star in that then their game that was aging at an unprecedented rate, and they thought the Geth was doing it, but they never figured it out. Oh, the Geth. I haven't finished the third game. Right. Uh, so uh, so Tabby's star is actually uh, where Tully is now. Uh, and, uh, the, Who the, the fuck Geth is Tully? Star... Yeah, who's Tully? What? Tolly. Who the Mass fuck effect. is Tolly? Mass Effect. Normandy? Oh, the one that I the one with the mask who dies if she takes it off, but you were like, I'm gonna have sex with you anyway. That one. 
in some versions of the game, it yeah. It seems kind of sexist when I say it like that, doesn't it? It does. Okay. Just... <laughs> well, come on. She's the hardest one. She tries to, you know, wait. It's like I could get with this person, which obviously you can have sex with them because they can breathe oxygen, and I can have sex with this person, but this person will die. You want to get with them because they're. you want them to commit to you to the point where they might die if they have sex with you. Well, that's maybe the there's just some sort of a vacuum sealed, you know, hole or or maybe, you know, no, there's, because a, I there's slept a really with tight her. seal around around the uh, the chest area, you know. So I'm the just mask, saying it was I, I more of see, a challenge. I can see it happening because you, you just need access to the genitals. You don't need to expose their face to, you know, your the, atmosphere. The whole point here was germ exposure. That yeah. was the whole point. That's why she wears it. They she did it anyway. There. Well, can't you do it in VR? Well, and and also the fact that they're based on a different anyway. Basically, your your chemicals. You're gonna wear chemicals. protection, guys. You remember the sex helmets in Demolition Man? Well, they actually went over <laughs> in, in Mass Effect Two. Um, Was that they have a prequel? Software that simulates uh, sexual stimulation inside the suit, but uh, it's not quite like the real thing, and so as a result, uh, Tali takes the risk. Basically, uh, however, by uh, Mass Effect Three, it, it's pretty much straight up said that she's uh, adapted to you. Well, she leaves is, you uh, anyway, bitch. What? Sorry, doesn't in Mass Effect 3 <laughs> she goes off and is like not on your crew anymore? Um, what no, game, what game was I playing? What, what game were you playing? Uh, well, whatever, whatever you did space, in Mass Effect. Space Ace? What was I playing? <laughs> I think it was Space Ace. <laughs> yeah, you're playing Space Ace. <laughs> that was that, really that, hard. That goes in line with game. everything you've said just now. It's space. Um, hey, we're uh, we're kind of at time. We got anything else we want to say before as a closing uh, discussion? Time already? Tacos. We talked about VR all day. We did. We we did talk about VR all day. I played. And I literally could have talked an entire like probably three or four hours about it. Um, I'll briefly mention there's a new Final Fantasy game out. Not Final Fantasy 15. It's called World of Final Fantasy. It's got lots of chibi characters. It's a nostalgia binge. The game mechanics are really good. There's my piece. Uh, should should you buy it? If you like Final Fantasy, yes. If you like Final let Fantasy, let me explain what, the look. Okay, what kind me, of Final Fantasy? Let me describe it. Uh, the two main characters kind of look Kingdom Hearts esque, not as bad. So I have a problem with that, and they kind of sound like generic anime characters. However, they can switch into chibi mode whenever you want, and most yeah, and and so you're playing <laughs> these you're playing these two chibi characters that I get think sucked. You mean- <laughs> Why? Why do they work at a Starbucks at the beginning of the game? That's not the point, and you'll figure that out on your own. So, uh, oh boy, there's these two <laughs> chibi. It's actually branded. There's these two chibi characters that get sucked into this other world, and they have no memory. Whatever, generic plot. But the graphics are really cool because it's it's almost like everything is a little model that you're walking through, almost like Little Big Planet. Like everything's textured, and you meet characters from all the games. I have a Sephiroth summon who it plays when you summon him it does the you know the legendary orchestral music one winged angel mm-hmm. and it has like this entire scene from final fantasy 7 where he like he's he has like an angel wing he burns everything to the ground and then does that iconic thing where he walks backwards through the fire but he does it completely in chibi mode and it's really kind of hilarious and it's like he's like really serious and he's just like this tiny little chibi thing and uh, um, does the uh, summons take 13 minutes no it takes like a minute but you can skip anything in this game. You can even fast forward through battles as you're fighting and speed them up. So that's cool. But Interesting. here's the, the mm, thing like Here's the thing I want to mention that's impressive. The the game mechanics are what I really love. It's a cross between Final Fantasy, Pokemon, and Nino Kuni. So <laughs> yes, you're 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 doing like Final Fantasy as battles, but you're capturing monsters and using them to fight, training them. They can evolve, they get different abilities like TMs that you can use. 
They have different abilities like TMs that you can use in the game. So if you teach one a fire move, you can melt blocks or like light cannons. You can teach one electricity moves to like start machines. You can teach one to fly you and you can even travel on them. You can have ones walk with you and find secret items. And all these things actually are needed to progress certain areas. Um, every single monster needs like different things to like you have to fight them but some might need to be cured or some might need a certain attack in order for you to capture them and it's kind of like pokemon where you like throw shit at them and capture them but the game mechanics so you're gonna love this cap if you're in it's a stacking game mechanic which makes oh, no that? sense oh yes. this guy oh. no well, okay well sort of but <laughs> if you're you can switch at any time into like your normal giant mode if you're giant and you're which you're a large person you can put um, any monster that's medium size and then stack any monster that's small on top of them. Uh -huh. If you switch into chibi mode, you're medium size and you can ride on top of a large and stack a small on top of you. Both of these do completely different things. And how you combine it sounds all, terrible. How you combine <laughs> all three and like what types they are, they'll make stronger moves and make you stronger and combine. So if you have like two lightning uh, characters with you, they might make a really strong lightning spell. Yeah. You can also get knocked over or unstack and then turn into like six characters instead of like two stacks of three and do all different things. From a game mechanic constantly. perspective, that sounds fascinating. It's really fun. From an aesthetic perspective, that sounds like a nightmare. It's really cool. It's, you know, when you're riding on a behemoth and then there's like a baby chocobo on your head. That's great. <laughs> that you can ride around. Yeah, that on makes you... sense. Live, live your dreams. <laughs> like, I didn't say it made sense. I just said the game mechanics are what really has sucked me into If it. your dreams take place into a world of keychains you bought in an anime convention, live your dreams. Yeah. So I, I just... Game mechanics would have to suck me pretty hard for me to be interested. <laughs> it's only it's only been out a week, but it's it's like a monster gathering, catching game with, with a story in there. Can I put in random CDs and get monsters off of them? Yes, actually. I feel like that's the question are I you, always ask. Are you legitimately serious? <laughs> no, I'm not legitimately. No one's, no one's ever going to do that. If they made a monster entry game, I'd be the first one to buy it. You can't do that. No. <laughs> there was a mobile game where you had to scanned like uh barcodes and get monsters from barcodes oh god everywhere. yeah i know i remember that <laughs> but they also have a lot of remixes a lot of a lot of they have every game in there so i played there are parts in the game where you're in like different sections of like final fantasy one final fantasy three final fantasy five and there's like remixed songs which is what I, I love final fantasy music except for eight um yeah and you know all the ones after that except for 12 anyway <laughs> Remember that time in Final Fantasy IV when this stacked character walked by? Oh, I remember. <laughs> no one, no one else, no one else really does it except for you. It's weird. Like no one in that world does that. And then you show up and you got shit stacked on top of your head, and they're just like, "Okay, this is weird, but go for it." Oh, I see yourself identify as a totem pole. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's got all the Final Fantasy staples. There's Colosseums. There's hey, Tonberries. You do yeah. you, man. <laughs> Yeah. Well, is Tonberry a small or a medium? Um, it depends. They have oh. they have very small Tonberries, which then you can evolve to well, medium remember ones. Remember, you can fight the big, big giant one. Well, and <laughs> then some of them have three and four evolutions where you can. And, oh, here's the thing: <laughs> you can if evolve you, the Tonberries. Well, yeah, they go from small, then medium, and then you can. Some of them have like larges. Or, oh god! And here's the thing: you can switch them it's at any time. They keep all their stats from the things they've unlocked and earned. So if you if you get something to a large and like unlock certain skills, you can then switch them back to a small with those skills and use them in one of your stats. So they basically just took every single it's a little complicated actually game mechanic they could think of and they just shoved it in there and they're like, here, let's put it, so this is yeah, but fantasy. It, but it works really well. <laughs> So I like guess he did say so, that it was a nostalgia game. I mean, aren't you nostalgic it about is game a, mechanics? Yeah, it's yeah. got like everything from every Final Fantasy game. And <laughs> the, the guy who directed this game, uh, was like, oh. 
this will truly be the final fantasy. Well, here's the thing. And if you get a light gun, you can shoot at the screen and... Here's the thing. Say you have a medium Tomberry, and then, you know, you have him on your stack, but then you upgrade him to large, but you're large. You can change yourself to medium and then st- All right, jump we're done on top talking of about the this game. This is terrible. Let's just shut it down. It's so good. Don't buy this game. It's so good. Just watch, watch a video. Watch the trailer. Uh, I'm not gonna. You, you wouldn't be into this. You're into, like, know. WoW and Call of Duty. Um, I've never... I don't like Call of Duty. You can go straight to hell. <laughs> Little mister, I don't even have a computer. I do. It's just a giant laptop that's old. Yeah, so my Raspberry Pi is better. Uh, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, probably. probably yeah. <laughs> I could right, Witcher right. 1 and 2. Taking us out, we got something very, very cool. We have leaked music from Chamber Band. When they did their last record, Careers... They um they did a Kickstarter and they had this level at forty dollars, which was a dangerous item. Apparently, it took them over a year to decide what to do. They sent and and uh, as such, they gave out this item to only I think thirteen people or so. Um, a fan contacted me, a fan who will not be named, um, and, and informed me of this because this was top secret. There, here's a letter that Chamber Band sent sent these backers after roughly roughly a year of head scratching. The band finally decided um, what it is we have in our possession is so dangerous that it meets the requirements of our dangerous item, which you paid for with your hard-earned bucks. At this private link, you'll find two songs cut from careers. These are two of our favorite songs we've ever tracked. We only cut them from the album because there was just no place for them to sit that didn't muck up the flow of the record as a whole. We were hoping to someday release them and give them their time to be appreciated, yada, 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 but that wouldn't be dangerous, would it? It's far more dangerous for us to say we'll never release these tracks, ever, and put their fate entirely in your hands. There are 13 of you. If the world is ever going to hear these tunes, then it really comes down to one of you deciding to download them. Otherwise, they'll be forever lost in time. Is that dangerous enough for you? It sure feels dangerous to us. So they essentially said, here's the link. Share it with everyone and pirate the crap out of it. Except that no one did it until this fan gave it to us. And now those tracks are on Nerdy FM, and now we're going to play one for you. So this is an exclusive, I believe. Uh, these have, have not been heard at all unless you listen to Nerdy FM in the past week or were one of these 13 people. These tracks are awesome. Chamber Band is a great group. They do uh, folk rock music based on different uh, worlds in each record. The first record um, was the world of Dungeons and Dragons. The second record was the world of the Hunger Games. And right now they're kickstarting their third record, which is called Governor's Square. And um, that is the world of H.G. Wells, the Time Machine, uh, and, and one other. I forget which one. Um, and so I'm I'm pretty psyched for it. Now they actually they need your help on Kickstarter because they did they did a weird thing, which was probably a misstep. They they decided that. Uh, they they didn't they don't like the middle weeks on Kickstarter when you're waiting around when things dry up so they just uh, they they just released it it's it's like it's been up for a handful of days and uh, as such they're coming up short as of this episode's recording so uh, it's more of a pre-order than the album will or won't get made because it's already been recorded but if you want to if you want to pre-order with bonuses then uh, follow the links in this episode's page and back this Kickstarter um, in the meantime here is an exclusive chamber band song this is peacekeeper originally recorded for careers life 
If I ain't happy at last Though I must confess this to you There's something daily that I do That brings up my awful past It's when I'm putting A spot of butter on my bread I hear the singing, I hear the voices in my head And say a prayer for the dead And say a prayer for them In my voice I obey I join in the nation's display And hit when the couriers arrive And one cause I merely survive The games go on, we lose the course It's as it always designed And me, I found, I found my own way to cope A way to dodge, a way to dodge the hanging rope Not every loss, Not every loss can be mine When I'm putting a spot of butter on my
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.